warning on this month's <laughs> episode as with other episodes the trail show will be talking about drugs and alcohol and likely poop and other bodily functions if this triggers you you may want to skip it at the bottom of the priest along the Ty river on the appalachian trail in virginia sometime in april 2022 hipster hiker approaches stony relaxing after a long relentless descent stony that was a brutal descent how are your knees feeling my knees are gnarled hipster man but it's no pain some dank sticky endocanugs can't tame it went on forever just down forever my knees are wobbly shaky i'm gonna apply a little organic fair trade locally sourced topical cbd ointment lotion to soothe the pain you should just burn down some of these extra kind dank buds with me, hipster. Leave that CBD stuff for the soccer moms to help with the stress from their yoga class. You need some real THC to ease your pain and the indica heavy strain to give you a deep full body high and soothe those wobbly knees. Stony, you're way too high. THC just makes you all spaced and sleepy. It overwhelms the medicinal properties of the cannabinoids that are found in the flower, drowning out the therapeutic benefits that can be absorbed directly through the skin, leading to near instantaneous pain relief without all the psychoactive drama. <coughs> oh, what is hipster? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, after I burn down this doobage, let's charge up three ridges, man. <laughs> Dude, you're so high. It's like three miles and all up to the next shelter. And then another three miles or so to three ridges. We've got 30 minutes of daylight. See, this is why CBD is better than THC. It doesn't lead to poor decision making. Oh, later, hipster, man. I'm out of here. I'm going over three ridges tonight. Night hiking guided by the ganja. Ja as my shepherd. Peace. Are you wondering, dear listener, who is right in this situation? Stony, the spaced out, surely ill, prepared hiker, heading over three ridges in the darkness with Ja as his guide. Or is it Hipster, the cool, calm, rational hiker, lathering his body in the purest, organic, free trade CBD products money can buy? Well, if so, then you've come to the right place. On tonight's episode of The Trail Show, our 420 Spectacular, The Gone Jarnival. We bring you news and nonsense of all things cannabis from the trail, both psychoactive and medicinal, a discussion of hipster topical CBD, lavender infusions, good old-fashioned monster joints, and all forms of cannabis in between. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's trail show is all about the weed. You're tuned to the trail show. Get on the trail. Long time listener, first time caller. Arriba, 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 tota. It's the trail show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, trail show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's the trail show. Coming to you live. From the Bobby Stanton Studio in various historic Colorado and Arizona beer districts, 
This is The Trail Show. The Trail Show is the longest running monthly hiking podcast on the planet and has been downloaded over a million times all over the globe. We are on air, on demand, and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. Again, we welcome you all tonight to our 420 Gun Jarnival. That's right, folks. April is, in fact, the fourth month of the year, and that is apparently why we celebrate. It's already smoky in here, and we have a lot in store for you tonight, including two very special guests for tonight's Trail of the Month. Before we get to that, P.O.D., can you put down that Puffco Budsy and tell us what's on the menu tonight? Well, I'll tell you what's been on. So far, I've been having some tequila. I can and tell. I haven't been drinking. I haven't been drinking at all since like January, so that I can make room for the max dose of ibuprofen every day. And this tequila is feeling real nice. I might have to go to break, go to the liquor let, store. Let me tell you, Trail Show Nation. When I logged into this show, that tequila bottle was nearly empty. <laughs> it's really good the train has been moving for a while yeah anyway okay let's let's uh okay where are we uh setting the table right looks like you're in a phone booth (laughs) it's getting hot in here is Is that menopause or is that the tequila i can't tell Uh, okay let's see here we are we have some beer of the month but i'm not having that i'm just skipping straight to the tequila uh pod's back y'all i'm back okay we have some trail news (laughs) It's very short <laughs> and mostly made up. Um, we have a trail of the month with a longtime listener and first time caller, the biggest beer donor we've ever had. Mm. Oh, that's yes. a challenge. Yeah. That sounds like a challenge. Out it was there. the biggest beer donor we've ever had. Uh, we have some trip reports, and I've been to more places than just the chiropractor recently. So it's exciting. We have an audio clip. Um, we have a couple audio clips, some mailbags, some hotline calls. I switched around the donor names. It's going to be real fun. Uh, yeah, some other stuff. And hopefully some more tequila somewhere. Fantastic. Let's talk about Mike DiLorenzo's beer of the month. Dilo, take it away. Well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking the X-Ray IPA from Soul Craft Brewing Company wow. in Salida, Colorado. Coming in at a mild yet strong 7% alcohol by volume. Not sure of the IBUs because they didn't post it on here and I didn't do my homework ahead of time, but I'd say it's probably in the 60s if I had to guess. This is brewed and canned by Soul Craft Brewery, Salida, Colorado's hometown brewery. And the X-Ray IPA is just a great standard, no-nonsense IPA, no haze, just classic IPA. You'll like it. You should drink it. Very nice. I'm drinking the Pillow Line Pale Ale from South Lake Brewing Company. Is that from uh, Tahoe? California. That is South Lake Tahoe. Tahoe? Sent to us care of Trail Show VIPs, Rhino and Marie. We got a couple other offerings from South Lake Brewing tonight. I'll tell you that it says, flaked oats give this otherwise dry ale a fluffy mouthfeel before fading to the notes of macerated tropical fruit salad honeydew juice and citrus pith this beer will remind you of the killer powder days this winter but is perfect for a beach day on the lake Hmm. 
That sounds uh, like someone was stoned when they wrote that. I'll swing by on my I'll swing by on my way down south next week and I'll pick up a couple of those. <laughs> I think they're all gonna be gone by then. Uh, they're gonna be yeah, gone by the end of tonight. You could save them. Save me some. Thanks. Well we'll save I you the cans. It. We'll save you the cans and the packing no, peanuts. How I'm about not, that? I'm not taking empty cans with me camping. You will save me some beer. Thank you. You very might much. need them if you're gonna smoke meth again. Yo, take a okay. step back from that tequila. Step back from the tequila bottle. This is the Gon Jarnival, please. This isn't the method. This isn't the method show. Method man. Yeah, this isn't the meth show. This is the okay. uh, yeah. the Gon Jarnival. Okay. okay, sorry. All right. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Well, you- I am drinking the Dulce Vida. Uh, pineapple and jalapeno infused. It's Blanco tequila infused with pal- pineapple and jalapeno. It is from Jalisco, so it is really actually tequila. So, um, oh, it has a number proof. on it. This is fancy. It has a number on it. The number would be 70, and the word hmm. beside the number is proof. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. Very good. So, I'm very excited. And I, my hip doesn't hurt at all right now, strangely. <laughs> Triple O, you got anything over there? I've, I'm doing the throwback to the only beer I had in my fridge, which I think I've had on the show before, which is a prickly pear wheat ale from the Green That's a good beer. It is a good beer. T- uh, Triple O, I need you to match me drink for drink with some tequila. This is what I need from you tonight. You've had that beer for like two months. What's going on over there? Did you guys join a cult and you're not drinking anymore? No, I've been Come traveling. On. He's been traveling, POD. Leave him alone. No pressure. No peer pressure here at the trail show, please. I know you got some weight over there. But at least hit that. Perhaps. <laughs> All right. Uh, POD, are you going to be able to do trail news tonight? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have trail news. Here it is. Okay, I have two items. Item number one. OR is moving back to Utah where weed is not legal. Boo. Boo. I don't think tequila's I don't think you get tequila over there either. Boo. What a travesty. It's the first calamity. Of I the actually the the legal department actually would like to clarify that weed is legal for medicinal purposes, Utah. Mm-hmm. That's like the sound balls. Come on. Okay, mm-hmm. I have another story that is trail related because it happened along the ice age trail it's not hiking related but it's trail related okay can you can you guys can you swing with me here okay oh, sure. totally warden johnson stopped at a camp out on mud lake along the ice age trail for a license check upon opening the door of the main tent a billow of marijuana smoke came out besides locating marijuana and drug paraphernalia two of the three individuals were fishing without licenses <laughs> One of the three also had an active warrant. The Milton Police Department, this is in Minnesota, by the way. Uh, hours later, no action had been taken when the police and warden were- Isn't the Ice Age Trail in Wisconsin? I mean, Wisconsin, sorry. I got my, my accents messed up, mixed up. Uh, those, the Milton Police those, those Department- Those two states would have a real problem with that. I know. <laughs> Confusion. The Milton Police Department assisted hours later. No action had been taken when the police and warden were found in the tent with three su- the three suspects eating Twinkies and Cheetos and rambling on about Gumby. 
The officers claim to have been affected by a contact high. Hmm. Wow, and this happened in Minnesota, huh? Sketchy. Uh, Wisconsin. It's a, it's a long way for secondhand smoke to blow from the Ice Age trail. <laughs> just staying, you know? Yes, Holy that's moly. it. That's all I got. Wow. That is some serious news. Serious news. <laughs> that was all the news that was fit to be heard. That's right. Fantastic. Thank you, POD. It's a good thing it was a short segment tonight. Um, I tell you what, before we get into our trail of the month, I think we've got a little time perhaps to go to the hotline. Call the Call the Greetings, trail show. I come before you with a declaration that I, Brute, was not the artiste that made that harmonious parody of the Love Boat theme song. Mm. Sorry to have disappointed you. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up <laughs> and take a bow for your breathtaking performance, you daisy? Cheers, all. Wow. So, Bruce <clears throat> was channeling a little bit of Tombstone there and also making a point that he did not do the Trail Show Love Boat song. I don't know who did it. Does anyone have any information? I don't. Hmm. I, don't no. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Diplo, you don't you don't happen to have the audio of the the song handy, do you? I don't have that handy, but we did get this other call. Oh, okay. Trails, exciting and new. Hike along. We are expecting you, the trail show. Soon we'll be making another one, the trail show, promising something for everyone. That's brute. Come on. That was him. <laughs> He's saying That's it's not same. him. That's the same voice. He's saying it's not him. I, I and you know, know, white people never lie. So, <laughs> Dila, what do you think? Was that brute? I, I don't know. Who's brute? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> exactly. Are you on the show? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Sometimes Chipolo, I feel like I'm not. If, if you've got one more, <laughs> let, let's do one more and then we'll go to another segment. All right, here we go. This is a, a less crazy call. This is Lou Screws near Mount St. Helens, Washington. And I know two things for sure. I'm not even going to drink water around Delo, and I never listen to the trail show. <laughs> wow. Was he on a rotary phone? Did you hear the hang up? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it clicked on there. Why wouldn't you drink water around me? What's the big deal? Didn't we have a show where you were telling people that they should drink alcohol? Oh, dirty or, water? Oh, or yeah. Liquor, man. like whiskey Probably. instead of. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it's really hot. Yeah. I think yeah, we got. And, some and you're hate dehydrated. Yeah. You're dehydrated. That yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we now have a disclaimer at the beginning of this show yeah. to warn future listeners that we may be giving really bad advice on this show. I mean, the good thing about that advice is that the people who take it will probably die, so they won't call in with complaints. Yeah. 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 
if you're just chugging whiskey and it's 95 degrees and you're hiking up a 5,000 foot gain, um, you know, good luck to you. (laughs) Godspeed. (laughs) I can have rolling down. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the gun carnival, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. All right, folks. We've got a, a, uh, so we're going to go from a 4,000 mile trail to a sub 100 mile trail for our trail of the month here on the 420 gun carnival. So this month's trail of the month is the Tonto trail, which I think POD says we should call the double T. Mm-hmm. I like okay. it. Very good. Because everybody says Tonto instead of Tonto and Tonto and Tonto mean different things in Spanish. So do we know that it's a, yeah, we probably do know that it's, yeah, we do know that. It's, yeah. But do we know which, which way the word was intended? It's true. We don't. I'm guessing it was the Tonto Trail because Tanto has this meaning of like a lot or, and I feel like it's 80 miles, right? So it's probably the Tonto Trail. Hmm. Well, we've got uh, Trail Show VIPs Rand Forshoe Snyder and Genevieve Harmon on tonight to talk to us about the Tonto Trail. Rand holds the... Uh, the, the esteem from all of us hosts here at Trail Show of being the person that has donated the largest quantity of beer ever to the Trail Show. And you guys will remember, that's the night that, that D'Lo tried to shotgun a, natty, a natter day oh. in the shower. He was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. But uh, Special brought all the beer in this giant cooler and he like put in the beer and then packed it completely full with ice on top. And somebody was trying to get a beer and like bloodied their fingers trying to like <laughs> dig down into the beer cooler. But yes, it was the largest single delivery ever. We're not worthy, but we, we do Amazing. appreciate it, Rand. And it was all Idaho beer, I think. Yep, it was all Idaho beer. Yep. Sweet. All right. Well, I guess we should start with an overview of the double T. Where is it? How long is it? Where does it start and finish? And when did you hike it? Uh, it's actually three trails combined, what we did at least. Okay. So uh, we did combine about three or four trails or routes to make it a longer extension, but it's all within under the rim of the Grand Canyon. We did it in February of 2020. Probably lucked out there, uh, but we started at the South Pass. It's in the yeah, Grand Canyon. Started at the South Pass Trailhead and uh, started with the Royal Arch Route. Kind of drops down a big canyon towards the Grand Canyon. Involves a short rappel and... Ooh, um, what? Yes. Uh, well, wow, I didn't know this. A short rappel. foot sketchy. I thought it was sketchy. It ran just shimmied right down the ropes. I was like, hmm. Did you guys have your own ropes or did you have to use existing ropes? (laughs) We brought ropes, uh, but there was plenty there. It was just kind of old and frayed and sketchy looking. Um, (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So anyway, shimmied down a short rappel. The most annoying thing was having to carry the rappel gear. So we didn't do any drop points. We just carried everything the whole trip. So like this thing that we did on like day two or three and then just had the equipment the whole time um yeah the royal arch route hooks into the tonto trail uh near the grand or the colorado river and then 
uh, some sections of that are more like class four climbing. You're like what? scrambling up these little sandstone shelves. Rand was better at it than me. I didn't really, I don't like a couple of those sections. And wow. then when you get up onto the actual Tonto Plateau, it's a lot smoother. Um, just kind of follow that sort of inner middle ledge within the Grand Canyon and music inside of the small side canyons and back out and inside of the small canyons and back out back and forth in and out time after time you're like hey we're almost to this side oh we got to go in like a half mile and come around and come back out and mm-hmm. go back in but yeah it most of that was on the uh on the tonto bench that you know just geographic feature in the uh canyon there and i guess the only other option would be to drop way down and then climb back up and is that uh, like logistically, I mean, I know there's obviously not a trail because otherwise you would have done that. Is it that logistically possible or is that just like a straight up cliff right there? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cliffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, okay. you're, when you're going in, can you see the trail coming out on the, oh, on the other side? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's kind of like you're about to go in. You're like, oh, look, we're going right over there. But we have to go way in and then way back out to get right there. Yeah. That, could... that, yeah. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. like sometimes the trail is not maintained well enough to tell, but yeah. To discern a trail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, you generally knew that you were uh-huh. going to be coming out right over there. Across. Yeah. Huh. Neat. Did that cause, the... wait, did that cause any like mental anguish or frustration? Not for me, <laughs> I think Rand was anguished. Um, I was, I was in a, a great deal of pain, just wishing I could just leap across the cabin yeah. instead of having to go in and out. Just so I'm clear, where does the trail end and how long is the trail? Okay. Well, we ended at the little Colorado and then we did an out and back. There's no way up from there. So, oh, okay. And then we hiked out on the Tanner Trail to Lipan Point. That's like more. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If you were to just (laughs) do the Tonto Trail, would it include all the fun scrambling and the rappel and everything? Uh, Um, No. No. Ah, Okay. So these were add-ons. These are bonus. These are bonus. So okay. how did how did since you did a point to point? I think I've got that right. How did you get back it, to your car? We drove oh, separately. Oh, yeah, so yeah. we had two cars oh, down there. Perfect. So one at each end. Yep. Yeah. Abandoned my truck at the South Pass Trailhead. And nice. somebody kindly left me a beer. Like, I don't know if because they were like, oh, look, an Oregonian. Uh, that poor thing is dying in the desert or possibly like they just saw that our truck was there when they got there and it was still there when they got back from their trip. Right. I'm not yeah. really sure, but like, I, we got this extra beer. Let's leave yeah. it for these people. It was a nice thing to come back to. Now you said I, that you guys did this in February and that you were lucky. Is that because the weather can be sketchy then? Uh, it's because it was 2020 and uh, uh, a little, like a okay. month later, the Grand Canyon and some other national uh, parks okay, started okay. canceling their permits. How cold was it though? I mean, nights had to get super cold, no? It was chilly at night. Mm-hmm. And then we had a day where it rained and it snowed on the rim. And that was a really cold day. Could you also hike this trail in July? And would that be fun? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't do it. Could you could Don't you, do could, it. you expl- could you expand on why it would not be fun <laughs> to hike the Tonto Trail in July? It would be hot. <laughs> There's no shade on the trail. It's all really open in the kind of scrub brush. I'm curious about like what the what the total length is that you guys did 
as opposed to like just the Tonto Trail? Mm-hmm. We did about 150 miles. Oh, with all damn. the extra um, yeah routes tacked on. Okay, and but just both- so you understand Sorry, POD, like you can't start at the beginning of this Tonto Trail. You have to walk right. into it because mm. yeah so like there's no parking the car there's, you have uh, to I take see. one of these routes in to get to it okay thank you for it's, that it's already inside the grand canyon at that point okay okay so you have to like backtrack from the start like you have to hike out to the start you're at the start and you turn around and retrace your steps mm. to, to like no continue on no the no no the tonto like- trail starts somewhere in the grand canyon so yeah. you have to start from somewhere else yeah, and I, I guess, you know, when we say Tonto Trail, we mean the whole trip that we took, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the actual, like, on paper Tonto Trail, that mm-hmm. was just in the middle of the canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess kind of cutting in, too, like, so the actual trip out to the uh, South Bass Trailhead, which is really out there, that was a journey in itself. Um, you actually have to cross onto the reservation, and they have a... Mm. They, they're supposed to have a, a manned checkpoint there that charges you 20 bucks, but mm. that may or may not actually be staffed. So it's kind of, you know, you kind of roll up on this like little shack in the middle of nowhere and you're like, hmm, anybody around here and there's tire tracks. And you're kind of like, well, I don't want to get, you know, in trouble with the tribal people for, you know, trespassing, but also nobody's here. And uh, talking to the, the, the actual ranger that, rangers in the you know grand canyon national park they said yeah they may be there they may not be there so Hmm. do whatever you need to do i guess wow yeah so i gotta ask about alkaline water so i've heard i've heard tales of water sources so alkaline along the tonto trail that one sip and you'll you'll be running for the the bushes to with the rocks yeah Uh, is it as bad as people say it is we didn't have that experience okay Um, the perk of going in february is that there's usually snow on the rim and so there's more melting water trickling down on the side canyons Uh, okay um so you have a few more options for water what what were the temperatures like when you guys went in february i don't know i mean i I would venture to say like daytime highs of 60 ish maybe i mean it might have felt hotter with the sun and then obviously nighttime was around freezing maybe a little higher so 150 miles how many days were y'all out there we were out for 13 days Damn. no resupply no resupply oh that's a heavy pack to start with my friend yeah (laughs) good thing there was water it was a bad for well a slow oh my god couple of days um but you know we made it obviously uh if we did it again i'd probably try to stash some stash some stuff at phantom ranch just you know, I mean, I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, we don't have time for that, you know, so we'll just just carry 13. Days, yeah. no problem. You could you could oh. hike out to the south Grand Canyon area, right? But it'd take a pretty substantial hike out and then hike back in. Yeah, you're allowed to cache stuff on the trail, like water and food, as long as you date it. Hmm. And there's like, you know, any of the trails that go down on the south rim most of them transect some section of the Tonto or one of the other uh, routes that we followed. So, so if you, you were, yeah, if you were going to uh, do some sort of a food cache, would you have to hike in a distance to do that food cache? Like how far are we talking? Miles. 
I mean, yeah, yes. you, you'd have to go from the top of the rim down to yeah. the middle of the canyon. So, so, it, so let's say you parked on the top of the rim. How far down would you have to hike to get from like a vehicle accessible trailhead in the park along the rim on a paved road down to the Tonto Trail? How far down is it? I mean, I know the South Kaibab Trail from the South Rim <laughs> down to the river is like, I think it's around seven miles. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the Tonto is like halfway down, so it's okay. probably like three and a half or four. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Were you on trails the whole time? No, you were on some routes. <laughs> and is this a route that you made up yourselves, or did you guys get the the, the uh, beta from somebody else? If you purchase, I guess one of the the topo maps of the Grand Canyon, they're listed on there. Ah, okay. I had taken a separate backpacking trip several years ago and did a small section of the Tonto Trail and really like backpacking. So I was looking at the maps. This was like a six year long dream backpacking oh, trip cool. for me. So I had spent a lot of time staring at the maps, wishing I could do this whole route because I thought it'd be neat. Well, and this is a good segue. So talking about maps, like when you were on trail navigating during those 13 days, what were you using? Were you using paper maps? Were you using an app? Were you using both? I mean, something else. Um, I think I don't even know. I, I think I had basically a downloaded scan of the uh, uh, national or the National Geographic trail trail illustrated map, and um, I mean honestly, there was tread for like ninety five percent of this trail. Um, okay. I think the only kind of really like sketchy and kind of part where where you could get kind of lost was in the beginning on that um on the royal arch route and then where it transitioned over kind of up to the tonto bench um i think all of these sections of the trail are kind of popular or somewhat popular in their own right you know for example the, the royal arch route on the far uh, west side of the trail you know people go there to go look at the the, the big arch and kind of all those cool little uh, features done by the river there um so i guess yeah some of the kind of in between sections are a little sketchy i would say and or just now i i did have a conversation with these two before the show and Rand did tell me quote <laughs> genevieve planned the whole trip and i pretty much just followed along behind her so as far as navigational equipment he brought a guide ah. so, wait so we we talked briefly about the alkaline water sources and you mentioned that because you were there in february and there was snow on the rim there was water trickling down is that what you relied on for water sources? Just kind of water trickling down from up higher on the rim at that time of year? Um, that and springs. Like there, was, I had there were some done, springs running? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The National Park has like a published guide of water sources and how reliable they may or may not be. Um, so the trickling water is like a bonus. Um, but then some of that stuff is, is kind of mapped. I mostly navigate with an actual paper map, but I had uh, an app with the topo, the USGS topos with the springs. Mm -hmm. so like some of the springs, even if they weren't listed, you could still find them kind of cup out a little water ah, spot for yourself. Okay. Like okay. they might've been really shallow seeps, but. Mm -hmm. So what were the water carries like? And what was your biggest water carry? I think I carried five liters max. Ooh. Oh, damn. Is that, that early? Was early in the hike. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we basically both tried to carry as much as we could. I think I had enough for like a gallon and a half, so about six liters, maybe a little more. And just mainly just because of the the uncertainty of all these water sources. You know, the yeah. park has that guide, but there's no guarantee it's going to be active. Hmm. And there are some springs that, you know, are, you know, 
mean, there What's are brains that? that have like radioactive elements in them, possibly. Mm-hmm. They, they might be alkali, you know, and then uranium. Yeah, uranium, good stuff. Some wow. of the purest uranium in the world. So, did you really have to drink from some of those sources? Oh, no, no, we avoided those. Kind of, um, weird, I think. On your permit, when you actually get issued your permit and they go ahead, they warn you <laughs> which ones. They're like, this has whatever level of some terrible, yeah. terrible cancer causing substance. And they're like, but it's better to drink it than to die of dehydration. Yeah, like, yeah. it's true. You know, there's, there's two. <laughs> water sources along the PCT near Walker Pass that have over the, I guess the EPA recommended limits of uranium in in them. And, you know, we, there's, it's a lot of distance between water sources in that area. And, and I definitely drank that water and I not glowing in the dark. So maybe if you only have to do it once or maybe twice, maybe it's not horrible, but it's not a good idea to drink uranium uh laced water it's just as a as a rule of thumb just not a good idea not i mean best. yeah i will say though disco that i'd rather drink a little bit of uranium water than a lot of colorado river water which we did have to uh, uh deal with oh, so said like muddy sedimenty water was that yep. the issue yeah and and, and, and and again that's only in the beginning on the mm-hmm. like water trap before you kind of climb out so you gotta that was also, the end, like all of the last section where we hiked out to the little Colorado, the only water source over there was the. Tell us about wildlife. <laughs> uh, maybe it was too early in the year to see snakes or no? Yeah, hopefully. We didn't uh, see any snakes. Okay, that's good because rattlesnakes can apparently be a problem during the right seasons in the Grand Canyon. I, I will say I've hiked part of this on the Hayduke Trail, and yeah, there's definitely rattlesnakes to look out for. And the, the neat thing about rattlesnakes in the Grand Canyon is that they actually have a special pink rattlesnake that what? only exists in the Grand Canyon, I think. So, really? Yeah. Is that true, Triple O, or are you, uh, are you just whistling Dixie? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true. And, and, huh. And if you're into collecting junior ranger badges, this is getting out there, but junior ranger badges for national parks, which everyone should be, whether you're a kid or not, they'll let you do it. The Grand Canyon has a rattlesnake junior ranger badge, but if you go down to Phantom Ranch, there's a special book that you can get and you can get the pink rattlesnake junior ranger badge, which is probably the hardest to get junior ranger badge in the national park system because you can only get it at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Wow. We Whoa. should have done that. We stopped at Phantom Ranch. I think, oh, yeah. You, we missed out. I mean, you got to just go go back, hike the trail the opposite way, and get your pink junior <laughs> ranger, you, pink rattlesnake junior ranger you, I, I don't know much about the Grand Canyon, but when you stop at Phantom Ranch, can you, like, buy a hamburger? Yes. An expensive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it might be a $15 hamburger, but you can buy a hamburger, right? $20 hamburger. I focus mostly on Oreos and potato chips and beer. Yeah. Um, how much was but, the beer? How much was the beer at Phantom Ranch? Seven bucks, I believe. Okay. Bucks for a lager. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, they had a, in 2017, the beers were six dollars. So hmm. likely due to supply chain issues and inflation, 
Mm-hmm. Beers are now seven dollars, Dilo. Mm-hmm. But when you consider they're chucking them down by a mule, yeah. the mule, the mule, I feel like seven dollars is is really out of steal. Like oh, yeah. it's honestly unfair to them. Like you should be paying more. You'll pay double that for a beer at a Colorado Rockies game in the city, and it won't be as good. No, or the zoo, be... you, you'll pay double that at the zoo, probably. The Denver, Denver Zoo, Dilo. That's one of your. I never spots. drank. I haven't been to the zoo in many years, and I, actually, I'm going on Thursday. But I haven't been to the zoo in many years, and I've never drank a beer at the zoo. All right, let's get back to the Tonto tip. Yeah, please. you guys yeah. don't want to talk about the zoo. Come on, no, 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 no. no. Um, what was your favorite part? I like the giraffes. <laughs> 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 Not a, not the zoo dealer. We're, oh, we're talking sorry. about I, I'm just I'm just we're talking so to our high. guests. I'm just so high I can't. I will mute focus. you if I have to. <laughs> you just have maybe drunk, time. but I can still find the mute button. The Ganjarnival. <laughs> okay. Back to our guests. What was your favorite part? Probably the first part, uh, the the Royal Arch route. Now, granted, that was the part that we had to carry the most food and water and all that stuff, but I just thought it was the most uh, kind of diverse as far as the uh terrain and the, the features and you know all that stuff um you know you kind of climb down the rim slowly along all these trails and kind of work your way down and you end up in all these cool washes and kind of slot uh, you know narrow narrow slot canyons and, oh. and next thing you know you're at this big old you know arch you know the uh properly named royal arch pretty cool i mean technically it's a natural bridge because you know the water but whatever mm. Um, and then, yeah, you go from there down into down to the Colorado, and you can choose to kind of take a little side trip down to uh, Elves Chasm, um, which is apparently a quite nice little kind of grotto with some greenery in there. And then, yeah, and then just uh, from there, you kind of head up to the Tonto Bench, and like Genevieve said, there's scrambling involved, which is fun. <laughs> now, this Elves Canyon, that sounds like a perfect place for D-Lo to go. Yes, no, that would be great for D'Lo, I think. I mean, you know, the, I actually met, met him once many moons ago, and I, I said he, and, you know, based on that. Elvis Canyon. Against Bob Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what sorry. about you, Genevieve? What was, chasm. Oh, sorry. chasm. Yeah. Oh, Chasm, chasm. sorry. Chasm. chasm, Chasm. What was your favorite part, Genevieve? I think I really liked the Escalante route section. Mm-hmm. It was a route. You kind of left the trail. You followed the banks of the Colorado for a little bit. He went up some cool side canyons. Rand came face to face with a bighorn sheep. I did. Ooh. A little I more scrambling, that. but not like an unbearable amount. And yeah. So you didn't see snakes, but you saw bighorn sheep. Just just the one. Just the one. Well, any other wildlife encounters? I saw two mule deer at one point and then three other hikers. <laughs> Wow, you saw more hikers than wildlife, or an equal amount, <laughs> yeah. roughly. That's kind of cool. I guess it's February. I mean, yeah, and that's not counting all the the day hikers going, you know, up and down and and kind of in that popular middle section. I'm talking like people who are hiking outside of the uh, main uh, main canyon uh, corridor, right. of course, corridor. of course. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, it sounds like a really cool. I mean, I don't know about the Tonto Trail itself, like. um I don't know anything about the Grand Canyon. I'm sure it's cool, no, but it sounds like the the, cool. the 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 way that you guys added to the start and the finish made it a little more epic, bro. Yeah, dude, epic, <laughs> yeah. 
no, it does sound really awesome, <laughs> especially the scrambling and the rappel. And... Carrying the gear, though, Ooh. for 13 days for a 20 foot rappel does sound was there a bit of a downer? Was there no option to like resupply during those 13 days? Could you have like hiked down to Phantom Ranch and left something there and picked it up along the way? You could. Yeah. yeah definitely. If you were to do the Tonto Trail again, maybe you're going to go back for the FKT or something crazy like that. Would you leave a package somewhere on the trail so you wouldn't have to carry so much food? Yes. <laughs> Where would that somewhere be? Probably close to Phantom Ranch. That was kind of a midpoint. Yeah, good to know. And, and, and did you all get the expensive uh, food and Oreo cookies and beer at Phantom Ranch? Yep. Yeah. And they and they had Oreo cookies. Oreo cookies. Really? Wow. They've never tasted so good to me. Huh. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Phantom <laughs> Ranch awesome. also has a phone, or at least they used to, because I remember calling my dad with my my mom decided to take us across the Grand Canyon or me when I was like 10 and I don't think she told my dad. So we, because <laughs> he would have been no. <laughs> so we called him from Phantom Ranch on the phone. It's like a, yeah, there's a telephone. And so you can call home. You can also send mail from Phantom Ranch, like a postcard and yeah. it, they'll stamp yeah. it delivered by mule. Hmm. Mm, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool down there. I, I, I remember going through there on my, uh, on my through hike of the Arizona trail and just sitting down and eating lots of Oreos. Um, I did not get any hot food because it's just too expensive, you know, man. You, you, yeah. you got, you know, you got to be frugal, so you got to eat, you know, two dollar chip and it's, you know, two 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 dollar two dollar Oreos, you know, packed four. Yeah, totally worth it though. Yeah, I didn't even get. I didn't even have Oreos. I just had one beer and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't afford anything. It was uh, it's not cheap down there. Who knew? Yeah. Do you guys have any photos up on the internet? somewhere of from the hike and if so where could people take a look at them yeah uh, i do um okay i am the sole you know internet person i guess you could say um in this uh, relationship here uh but yeah so i have an instagram and i kind of been slowly over the last two years putting stuff up and i think i finally got to day 12 um oh, yeah. oh perfect you know what's your insta handle uh, it'll be uh, S-S-G-T-S-I-L-E-R. So I guess, cool. yeah. And uh, yeah, it should be me, uh, Rand Snyder. Uh, I, I don't have my trail name on the Instagram, but maybe I'll put it on there. And sure. yeah, should be on there somewhere. You can figure it out. Awesome. We'll <laughs> post it. We'll put a link up to them. And I want to take a peek at your photos myself. Oh, yeah. I'm quite curious. The Grand Canyon is... Uh, it's phenomenal. I only hiked the AZT through there, but I definitely want to get back and, and do some more exploring. And the Tonto Trail keeps coming up, and you guys are talking about the Royal Arch route or trail too. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, 13 days of food, though, doesn't sound very appealing. It also Just sounds saying. like you don't have to do that, though. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. one more thing, too. Um, yeah. Not to run you over there. Uh, did 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 old uh, Larry Boy talk about this trail at all? Because I remember I spoke with him about the water sources. Hmm. I don't know if um has ever talked about <laughs> the trail with us. No, I don't think he has. Okay. I don't think so. Not specifically. I mean, I think he talked about the rib, as he used to call it. The rib. But it's so That's it's right. so long. I think it was the very. Rib, bro. I think it was very general, you know, when you're talking about a 2000 plus mile trail, oh, you can't yeah. specifically, 
mention, uh, you know, Larry was up on the ribs. We need <laughs> down. We need to get. We need to have Larry Boy back on the show sometime soon, just to catch up and see, see how he's doing. Yeah, TV's see how he's recovered. recovering from that grizzly attack. Yeah. He he had a lot going on. That's for sure. Well, you know, after the grizzly attack, I think he fell and like he broke his ankle out. or something. Yeah, foot. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, was he like trapped when he fell and broke his foot? Did he have to like like twenty four hours? No. Did he need like people to come get him, or did he like hobble out? I think I he think, crawled. I think he yeah. crawled out. <laughs> Just like with the bear attack, he was like, "Meh, gonna be fine." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "Ah!" <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Brandon Genevieve, thank you so much for uh, letting us take a little bit of your time this evening to talk about the Tonto Trail. This sounds really cool. It sounds like quite the adventure um yeah you know it, it's not there, there's no app that's gonna tell you point every point you need to walk to and where everything is so um this might even though it's a shorter trail than than most that we cover here on the show it's not an easy trail at all so i'll post a link to your instagram and yeah thanks so much for coming on the show thanks for having us you guys have a have a great 420 Hey, I hope you have a fantastic gun carnival. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. We that means it's a lot. off to a good start. It's off to a good start. <laughs> that means a lot to us. <laughs> All right. Hopefully it doesn't turn win. into a ganjapolis. <laughs> a ganjapolis. Ganjapolis. Wait, apocalypse. How do you say ganjapolis? Ganjapolis. Ganjapolis. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Ganjapolis. But 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 that that makes it sound like like. A city like a metropolis, so maybe. Oh yeah! Uh, yeah we like that. Whoa, we're in the Godopolis yeah. now. That's where Dina's from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to take a quick break, folks. When we come back. We've got a couple trip reports and a few audio clips from some folks there out and about. We've got to hit the Summerland Chongo, and then uh, the trail show will be back. This is Trevor Smoke It If You Got It Bowman, and I never listen to the trail show. All right, folks, the trail show is back. I just cracked open a new beer. It's the Battleborn beer from Battleborn Brewery, which is on the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe. And it's basically a easy drinking lager. That's all I can tell you about it. Anybody else crack anything new? I haven't cracked it yet. Is that about- beer named after the California Nevada War of 1873? It must be. Anybody know Latin? There's some Latin on this can. Omnia pro patria. Anybody know what that means? No. It probably it's probably something lewd. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get some nasty. I mean, grams. it's pa- patria, so that's like patriotism or patriot or something okay. like that. What did you? What do you got there, Dilo? I am about to crack a upslope west coast ipa which is one of their uh limited release fun beers that they put out every now and again this is a really delicious beer it's just kind of a a nice classic west coast ipa Mm. it's coming in at 6.5 abv 
it's a little on the hoppy side, but it's it's just quite tasty, quite delicious. A little yellowish in color. Dilo, I have some breaking oh. news. I have some yeah. breaking news. Yeah, what's that? Omnia pro patria means all for our country. There you go. Yep. A yep. little Great. nationalistic, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what you what are you gonna do? There's not even a flag. There's just some like uh, hops or something on the can. You'd think there'd be a yeah the stars and bars or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we have an audio clip from Moon Kid. We haven't heard from him in a long time. Um, I know he's put some films out recently. I know he did a um, an exhibit in there out there in France with some photos from his trip. Yeah, I think he's he's living the life over there. So let's see. Um, <clears throat> while Dilo drinks his own urine, let's hear from uh, Moon Kid. Hello, my friends. This is Moon Kid. Um, sorry, I haven't sent you an update for a very long time. I, uh, well, just because I, I couldn't tell you much about hiking lately and I think I, I need some time to process what happened at the end of that long journey across Americas. So I think the last update I sent you, I was at the beginning of a very long road walk heading up north to Grand Prairie in Canada. And soon after that, I decided to bail out, to switch from hiking to hitchhiking because I was planning to get back onto a long distance hiking trail named the Trans Canada Trail. And I, uh, I realized that it would be like 97% on the road and not on a pleasant road, you know, just between the big tracks and, um, and the boreal forest. So I wouldn't have seen much of the natural environments and I was feeling exhausted. I um, I did the first part of that road walk. So I did about 250 miles of road walk and I had still about 2000 miles. So I was feeling quite depressed to be sincere. Um, yeah, thinking about that long road walk. So yeah, I just decided to hitchhike to, to make it easier and most of all to to make it more interesting because i would be able to meet the people and um still in the aim to to discover in the wilderness to you know to pitch my tent and uh, take my time but yeah it would be it would be crazy to to walk that road and even very dangerous so my aim was still to get all the way to the arctic ocean but um well, I I did a very big part of it, and it was great, to be honest. Um, I was, yeah, I was able to to stay in the forest by a very by very low temperatures, like minus minus twenty, minus thirty, and um, yeah, to have some to meet some nice people and all that stuff. So I still had the feeling that I was able to keep the spirit of that long journey. But at the end, it was becoming very, very difficult to hitchhike on the last portion of road, the Dempster Highway, heading all the way to Tuk 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 on the shore of the, of the Arctic Ocean. There was absolutely no car uh, because the road was closed. Actually, I, I, I learned that after I, I, I got back. So it was safer actually to, to bail out once again. And um, 
the reason why I, I couldn't get to the Arctic Ocean anyways is that the last uh, territory, the last Canadian territory was closed because of um, pandemic restrictions. So yeah, you know, that that end of the, of the trip was very disappointing, but I feel that I was still able to enjoy it very much. So I don't, I don't really regret it, even if I would like to, to come back sooner or later and to be able to explore the, the, the actual wilderness, which is in, in Northern Canada and uh, Alaska. So yeah, that's why I, I need some time to process all that stuff. Um, I was planning actually to release the last video of uh, the web series, The American Hike on uh, late December when I came back to France. Actually, I was just able to release it on the, at the end of March. So yeah, after three months. And um, so it's done. I, I just have to, to make the subtitles to make you be able to, to watch it if you want. And um, yeah, I got back to work a little bit with the American hike. I took part in a, in a festival of uh, adventure adventure films, which was quite nice. We, we were uh, graduated by the by a prize, so it was very cool. And um, right now, the big work that I'm doing is that I'm organizing a, a photography and, and poetry or poems exhibition in Paris. So there are like 20 pictures of that trip and with each picture, there is a poem or a uh, um, you know, sound and environment sound that I recorded on the way. And uh, so it's, it's a brand new experience for me and uh, I'm very excited because it's all about learning, you know, even if I wasn't able to, to reach my, my goal, I was so glad to be up there in the great north because I was learning, I was discovering new stuff. And that's still the case, even if I'm back home in France, I'm still learning plenty of new things, uh, thanks to that adventure, the American hike, and uh, well, thanks to you also. So thank you very much, guys, for having been there with me all that long way. Thank you so much. That's so cool, and uh, I hope we'll we'll get back in touch very soon. Ciao. Wow, very cool. And, and folks, I mean, we were playing Moon Kids audio clips forever. He started that hike in January of 2018. Here we are four plus years later, finally getting that last audio clip from Moon Kid. And yeah, you know, I told him, I was like, man, life's too short to road walk. And I think he had something like 2000 kilometers of road walking left to do to, to get to the ocean. And I, there's no freaking way I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm a lesser man, so whatever. We'll post a link again to his YouTube videos. They're fantastic. I think what a the journey. I'm glad, I, I'm glad he was able so to. Honest. Yeah, I'm glad he was able to retool and like think about the greater purpose of his journey. His journey. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, especially as long distance hikers, we're very goal oriented. You know. You think? And I think sometimes it's hard to. <laughs> to separate like well what, why are we really out here you know what what are, what are we doing out here and for him it was like of course hiking nature but it was also making connections with people 
and on a 2000 kilometer plus roadwalk. Sorry, I interrupted you out of order. What were you going to say? No, no, not at all. I'm, uh, I was, I just said, I, I really appreciated how just open and honest and just heartfelt that message. I mean, his whole message really gives you kind of a real insight into what that journey was to him and how much it meant and everything he, he got out of it. So I don't know. I was really appreciative of that. Um, nice job, Mooncad. We yeah. love you. I think we actually have some trip reports this month. Really? Yeah. I think at least one or two of us do. Um, cool. Great. UD, do you want to? I went to Utah with a girlfriend during my spring break, and I did some some day hikes, which is what I was capable of during my spring break. So it was good. Any, bad. any place you want to mention in particular that I you went, went to? I went to the Needles, and I went to Calf Creek Falls, which is out between the Needles and Escalante, and I went to Escalante. Oh, and I went to the Petrified Forest State Park outside of Escalante. Two thumbs down, people. Mm. Real <laughs> really? boring. Yes. Why? Did, like a five-mile loop and saw like a few little stumps. And mm. there was a giant petrified hole, like giant tree in the parking lot. And we did this five-mile hike, which went up really. It was like two and a half miles straight up and then two and a half miles straight down. But anyway. I was like, oh, come on, it'll be fun. You know, and we get up there and I'm like, where where are where are these petrified trees? I don't finally found some little stumps and rubble. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. I just looked at the one in the parking lot. I will say it's a very nice park though. It's very quiet. So if you're ever in Escalante looking for a place to camp, it looks like a really nice area. There's a lake there. It's very quiet, just old people. That should have been a sign that it wasn't that rad. Did you give it one star on Yelp? I gave it zero stars. I didn't even log in. Wow. Yeah. In related news, I went to the actual Petrified Forest National Park. <laughs> uh, I bet it was wow. great. Okay. There was lots of lots of logs everywhere, which is kind of neat, you know, just how many yes. they have. And, and it, it's also got a cool kind of Badlands feel in some of the sections of it. Where is it? It's along Interstate 40 in Northeast Arizona. Oh, okay. it's over by Winslow, right? I like yeah, Meteor no Crater. I, th- I think I know I where it is. I think it is. Yeah. I feel like you just randomly drive through it on the interstate and then you can like take a road through the park and hmm. see some petrified wood and some kind of badlands formations. It's the painted desert is like the desert up there and there's all these different colored hills. So it's it's pretty cool. Dilo, did you take the Kingdom 12 out? No, I got a new tent. But yes, I did take the tent out. We went down to the panhandle of Texas. We had to, we, we bailed, we bailed on Cap Rock Canyon because there were extreme winds and snow. And we spent two nights in Amarillo instead. And we woke up on Tuesday morning to about four inches of wet, heavy snow in Amarillo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then we spent the next four nights in Palo Duro Canyon, and it was fantastic camping out, mountain biking, family hiking, hanging out in the desert. And the temperatures gradually warmed up so that the last days that we were there, we were like, you know, real thirsty on our hikes under some hot sun. But it was only in the 70s, but it still felt pretty hot. So, And Dilo, you failed yep. to mention that while you were on this trip in Texas, you're home and neighborhood were evacuated due to a new wildfire around the we we were actually in southern colorado that night saturday night we were um 
camping at a dispersed camping area um, about halfway between here and where we were in Palo Duro. And uh, we were hoping that we wouldn't have any cell phone service, but we had phenomenal cell service <laughs> 20 miles off the paved road. And uh, so we were just kind of checking it out. We had Airbnb guests in our night and they evacuated to a restaurant on Pearl Street <clears throat> and came back a few hours later. And then as when the fire had moved in a different direction. And so they they came back a little bit early, spent the night and went home the next day. Did they get a refund? Oh, no, 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 no. They spent the night here. They just had to leave for a couple hours. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah, so it worked out. I'm bad. Yeah. Yeah. And my neighbor didn't leave. Some of my neighbors didn't leave. They were just kind of like the winds aren't, it's not blowing here. They're, you know, they're going to stand their ground. Right. I, I think mean, they... an evacuation to a restaurant and back has to be like yeah. the least traumatic mm-hmm. evacuation. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they were just being o- very overly cautious um, after the Marshall fire. Yeah. I don't so, blame them. Makes yeah. sense. But it was, well, it was a stressful time. We're all like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're not going to do anything. We're not there. There's nothing we can do. That's actually, in my opinion, it's almost kind of the best situation to be in when you're faced with a wildfire. You're like, I'm not there. There's nothing I can do. Because right. yeah. if you're there, you're going to be freaking out about everything. Like, I, my things, I have to videotape everything. I should have done that ahead of time. I have to get all my, you know, and you're like, no, I can't. I'm gone. I'm not there. I'm five hours away. What am I going to do? Mm. Well, I had unfinished business on the Muggy on Rim Trail. Yeah, and- tell us about it. I went back out there in mid-March. I had 125 miles left from Pine to Cottonwood. And I flew into Phoenix, took the shuttle up to Cottonwood, and I headed out on, I think, March 18th. And um, basically spent seven days. um, Went from Cottonwood to Sedona, and then Sedona to Pine. Oddly enough, when I was on the, the Sedona trail system proper, I encountered probably about 100 people over a 24 hour period. And then once I got five miles out of Sedona, I didn't see another human being for four days. Wow. (laughs) Which was actually quite nice. (laughs) I don't know. I had these thoughts of like, you know, in day three of not seeing another human, it's like, what's, am I a broken person for like spending my spring break this way? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the answer is probably, but I got to say it was quite lovely. I was out there just kind of soaking it all in, stretching the legs. Everything felt good. Um, I'd gotten off the muggy on rim trail last fall because of an Achilles strain. Achilles felt fine the whole time. Felt oh, that's good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So Sorry, Beauty. Yeah. Beauty was actually supposed <laughs> to be on me, be with me, I should say, <laughs> on that trip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there is something that I need to mention though about that trip. And it's a callback to the last trail show. Triple O gave some very good advice about carrying enough sleeping bag on a hike. You don't want to have a sleeping bag that doesn't have a good enough temp temperature rating. And so this advice was fresh in my head and I went out there with a 30 degree quilt and I had two nights that were 25 degrees and I, I'm so glad that you listened to me. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> myself. And the, the second night, it got down to 25. Um, at 4 a.m., I remembered that I had a, a, a little packet of those hot hands. You know, those little packets you shake, and then they heat up. 
And I didn't think about that until 4 a.m. And I immediately tore them open, shook them. I put them in my pockets and I fell asleep for like three great hours and salvaged just a, a smidge of that night. But yeah, triple O is 100% right. Like whatever you think the temperature is going to be on your hike, carry, carry a quilt or a sleeping bag that's like, you know, a good 10 degrees uh, warmer than whatever, you know, that coldest night's going to be like, don't, don't show up there. Don't show up with a 30 degree quilt when there's going to be 25 degree nights. That's a rookie move. And it's stupid because you don't sleep well and you need to sleep well to hike well. Meanwhile, I was uh, cozy, snug as a bug in a rug with the 15 degree bag and my thick mattress on top of the car camping yoga mat um, on my trip to Utah. No that comment. Very nice of you. <laughs> he, I, he, he's the one that made that choice. He's the one that left it behind. Yeah, Just saying, it's true. Down is light. Down is very light. Adding yeah. another five to ten degrees is a candy bar. I know. Ounces equal pounds, but that's that's a couple ounces of down equals a good night's sleep. Yeah. Well, lesson officially learned. And with that, we've got an audio clip from Skittles our trail show ambassador. He's hiking the snowbird route. I think he's somewhere in Kentucky. I heard he was in, I heard he was in Summerland Chongo. He's not, uh, he's not got the Summerland Chongo, although he might have, um, uh, (laughs) D'Lo, he might actually have the uh, student glass uh, grab pipe. Uh, I'll I'll have to, I'll have to check right now. I'm not. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the session goods. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Um, and don't forget that's the, the one we have the marley the marley natural water pipe also a good one uh-huh oh yeah is that a water source <laughs> in, yes uh, yeah in kentucky, in kentucky. Yeah. actually no, kentucky. i think kentucky is a big uh advocate of the jet filtration system sub-zero waters <laughs> let's go to a clip hey trail show nation this is skittles on the snowbird good morning from kentucky it's uh, actually Easter Sunday morning for me. I don't know when this will air, but I have about 100 miles left with Kentucky and then a 50-mile little connector road section to get to the North Country Trail in Ohio. And that will pretty much mark the halfway point of this hike for me. So I'll have around 2,500 miles done and kind of feels like a good split of leaving the south and heading into the midwest too so kind of looking forward to that as usual i have a friend coming down to help me so my friend pie is going to help me slack pack that section and my parents helped me slack pack tennessee so it's nice to have all kinds of help on the longer road walk sections uh kentucky has been pretty cool so far I think I told somebody the other day that Kentucky had the most arches of any state in the U.S., but I lied. That's not quite true. It has, this area has the second largest concentration after the Four Corners area, which is probably what you would guess, and it's probably not even that close, but it's still pretty cool. There's a lot of arches and rock shelves and little rock shelters and different formations that you cross throughout this entire trail in Kentucky and it's kind of unexpected at least for me I didn't know much about this region so I think it's been pretty neat this stretch coming up here I have a natural bridge state park and then I have a 
the Red River Gorge area. So looking forward to both of those. It's a uh, spring turkey season in Kentucky started yesterday. So suddenly I'm seeing hunters everywhere again, which was unexpected and not that great. I talked to a couple hunters yesterday who had driven down from Indiana to come hunt here. So they come from all over the place. But anyways, things are going well on the snowbird. I heard on the last show that I was now being called trail show ambassador. And well, I appreciate the sleeping pad. That was excellent. And was wondering how I can be a trail show ambassador when I never listen to the trail show. All right, Skits. Thanks, man. Keep us posted. Hope the rest of your, your snowbird journey goes well. I think journey. he's going to be up hitting the Ohio Buckeye Trail sooner than later. Ooh. A trail that we have Ooh. never covered here on the trail show. Triple O, do we have any more hotline calls? We do have a couple more hotline calls, including some, you know, very important people. Mm. So um, let's, let's start with, with that. Please hold for the president of all the West. <laughs> hey, Trail Show, this is Trip the Light. I am very grateful that you have decided to let me keep my slowest known time record for the PCT. I worked very hard to achieve this SKT of 46 years and 12 days. We all want to achieve something in life. So on behalf of myself, my children, my grandchildren, all of the hikers in America and the world, thank you for seeing things my way. <laughs> you're so, welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Trail Show Legal uh, is glad that you seem to have accepted our non-concession concession of not consent concessioning <laughs> I yeah, said i'm a good lawyer stuff. i'm a good lawyer but he did call back with a complaint oh. uh, so oh. his his uh happiness with the show is short-lived please hold for the president of all the west hello trail show this is trip the light on your recent trail show, number 115 in February, your Trail of the Month highlighted the Tahoe Rim Trail. I gathered much information from Justin Quality Knowles, which is great since I will be on the TRT this year. However, in the future, if you could refrain from highlighting a trail that I will be hiking in the current year as your Trail of the Month, I would really appreciate it. I do not want a trail show bump while I'm out hiking. See you on the trail. I, yeah. I find the irony of complaining about a trail show bump and then saying, see you on the trail right next mm, to each other. Yeah. A little confusing. What, mm. what is the real message? You know, Some mixed signals there. The president should have better messaging. Yeah, it's true. Puffco, Budsy. Yeah, the Puffco is a good item. Um, Trip the Light, <laughs> thanks for calling in, man. I hope you have a good time out on the TRT. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't consider that you know, TRT is likely to see 5x to 10x the number of people this year because of episode 115. So if you're heading out to Lake Tahoe, people, be ready Harry, for crowds. You're Fill up on water Lake, quick because that lake might out, be dry by the time you get there. If you're heading out to Lake Tahoe, definitely go with your Puffco Buzzy because it not only is it a water bong, but it is also a water bottle. I think that purposes. needs to be somebody's trail name. It does. Somebody who smokes a lot of weed and is yeah. very friendly. Oh, imagine, if, imagine if I would have named our 
stony hiker Puffco first Buzzy. child Puffco. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man Puffco. Puffco. Uh, good. um we did also get a this is a one last, like this call is super important um you can tell that they were is urgent some people say <laughs> that was it that's what? all the call was what <laughs> some people say it did breathing i thought i thought he was gonna say some people call me the space cowboy yeah, me too i thought he was gonna break <laughs> into that steve miller song no, some people no, call me thought. maurice yeah all right well with that um i don't know that we had any mailbag items this i think month. we should take a break yeah you want to go to break it. yeah let's take one more break and you know okay. what we can make this like a 60 second break okay. i need to air out this booth and i need to go to the bathroom okay. very good um, i need to put on some, mandated i need to get my warm sleeping bag <laughs> when we get when we come back folks pod has a heck of a trail tip about what you can do with your old paper checks and triple o is going to give us legal updates on legal weed on triple crown trails so don't go anywhere This is Andrew Skirka, and I never listen to the trail show, despite being on it twice. Trail show's back. P.O.D.'s got a trail tip. P.O.D., go. (laughs) All right, P.O.D., what's your trail tip? Sometimes when you go on excursions, you end up camping at BLM campgrounds. And they often have unusual fees, like $12 or $5. The campsite fee. Yes, or fifteen dollars. So it's or not like a ten sixteen or seventeen. Yes, some like or twenty. Odd denomination. It's a whole thing. So whenever I'm gonna go on a road trip, I always tuck a few blank checks into my wallet. So that when I get to these places, I can just write a check. Can you explain to people in their twenties what a check, check is? Check is a check is a paper promise of money from your checking account, and the BLM will cash it. So basically what you're saying is you don't have to carry a bag full of pennies, nickels, dimes, and other change along with loose loose paper bills to pay your $17 campground fee. You can simply take one piece of paper and write the number 17 on it and slide it in the box. That's right. Incredible. You don't even have to sign the check. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Probably need <laughs> to sign the check, B.O.D. Yep. So yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Go on a road trip. I found out about this because I was looking at our checking account one month and I saw like USDI-BLM. And I was like, why is BLM cashing checks from us? And then POD told me about this trail tip that I didn't even know. One day they'll accept Bitcoin and uh, we'll go from there. But that could be. Those campsites aren't worth Bitcoin. No.
Very good. A triple O for our wild card segment today. Um, I see that you have some legal updates on which of the triple crown, triple crown states have legal weed. We'll start with the worst trail to hike, probably, if you are a fan of 420. Uh, the Appalachian Trail, Georgia, it is illegal. North Carolina, it is fully illegal. Ooh. <laughs> but it is decriminalized. Tennessee, illegal. Virginia, legal. So at least when you get to Virginia, and Virginia lasts forever, you're in some decent legal situations then you again hit west virginia uh not legal maryland not legal pennsylvania not legal now each of those last states do have uh medical marijuana but so you know it might be sort of legal and then finally you get into the farther northeast and then you're in legal states all the way through new hampshire which is medicinal is okay but not recreational hmm. uh the one big problem of course on all of these trails is that it is still illegal federally and i think hmm. most national scenic trails run through mostly federal land so technically it's more of a town stop issue okay uh as you go west the cdt does pretty well new mexico colorado both have fully legal weed wyoming is illegal Idaho is illegal. And then finally, when you get to Montana, you are, again, fully legal. Wow. And of course, the Triple Crown Champion Trail, as has been running for many years straight, is the PCT, which every state is fully legal, mm. medical and recreational. California, Oregon, and Washington, ladies and gentlemen. From Campo to Manning. Woo! Other than Burn all the federal down. lands you're on. Spark it up, bruh. Spark it up on the Pacific Crest Trail, bro. It sounds like the PCT <laughs> would be a great trail to take your session goods bong. Yes. Um, Puffco Budsy, man. Or maybe your EYCE beaker. I think the Puffco Budsy is where it's at because that could really serve dual purposes as a water bottle and a water pipe. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. um pod did we have any donations this month yes Do shall tell. i read the donors please I how does everybody how does everybody feel about my new format i heard there was a yeah a special version i don't know okay. how is the, what is the new format you ready yep. see gummy bear not fuss peace go no. smoke it if you got it dank, dank. cotton mouth pinkerstein vermont Bowl of pasta as big as your lost balls. Quality, Vermont. Vermont. The weekend. Hustler. The bouncer. What a the guy. Shira, haggis addict. Switch lady. And honeydew, not Tim. I need it. Uh, the switch. And the big meat popsicle. Die, Pepper. Bama, die. Adequate, Sisu. Right Felipe, Geode, Robin, Sheboygan, Bruin. Brewing. Oigan. Die Bama Die. Die Bama. Merchant. The Fun Dips Ho. Rust Water. Lemuel. <laughs> Nuclear Farmer. Compass. Narmer. Kill Bill DMT. You the God Phantom. The Hooch Robber. Oops. True Love. Iron Triangle. Pocket Protector. Terminators. Terminator. Stingray. 
Maverick El Hagador. And in the Hootarava, they need to all go together and hike. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hike in a group. What about ball pass as big as your lost balls? How do you like that one? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Pangent, Piper, Lockery, Flash, and Fancy Mac. Nice. Any one-offs to mention this this month? Rhino. And thanks for the beer. Yeah. Oh, and Lemuel sent me coffee. Hey now. Hmm. Oh. Are we gonna have to do a copy of the month at some point? Um, well he just sends it to me so I can just tell you about it each month. Oh man. That that bag That's kinda how the good. beer works too, actually. Yeah. The beer gets sent to you two and you two tell us about it. Yeah, that's how it works. No. Well, the coffee yeah. is spectacular. Well, that's great to hear. Our mailbox smelled like single mm, origin so good. Ethiopian lovely fair trade blend organic coffee. Just Normally I share it with Salty, but she's about to go out of town and she's moving, so, so she doesn't instead get of burdening her burdening her with a bag of freshly roasted coffee. I, as a good friend, I decided to just keep it all for myself this month. <laughs> Very good. Did we cover all our hotline calls, Triple O? We have one more. Oh. Um, although were we gonna talk about flip flops? Oh no, oh, the, that the, was in an old version of Trail News. Yeah. Wait, are I confused? I'm very confused. <laughs> well, no, I sent everybody a link about the Flip Flop Festival, which is a thing that's happening yes, on the 18th that's what I, <laughs> later this month, but it did not make Snore. it into Trail News. So it didn't? There was no 420 angle is, with that piece of news. Are you but, kidding me? There's no 420 angle. I guarantee you, if you did a statistical analysis of who's who's into 420 on the AT, the flip-floppers are high on that. Really? Flip-flop, no. northbound, southbound. I bet you flip-floppers are the highest category. All right. We'll leave this whole segment that we just <laughs> talked about in. Huh. <laughs> All right. Do you, you think got that's the case? Wait. Do you think that's the case with flip-floppers for every trail or just the AT? I mean, I guess it's my for other trails. Yeah, sure. I mean, of other course. trails. Yeah, There's people that hike up to the San Juans and then. Yeah, I think it's just the AT because I think the AT is such a long window of hiking that you don't have to be that diligent to go mm. one direction. True. Oh, I see what and you're so saying. Like, so, like, if you're taking Delos style naps every day and then you get to the halfway point, you're yes. like, oh, sh- I need to go southbound. Although I yeah, flip, if, if you. I flip-flopped the muggy on rim trail. I might actually be the only person oh, on. that's ever done that. That's yeah. true. Fa- I did. It's certainly the fastest known time. For a flip-flop. Unless Trip the Light has done that trail, in which case I've got the friendly worded letter. Flip-flop FKT for the MRT. Just saying. Mm. Very All nice. All right. Well, this is, a, this is a message from someone who is flip-flopping. Oh. I'm caller. My trail name is Tyvek the Shaman. Um, I am <laughs> about 460 miles north of Damascus doing my flip-flop where I started on March 3rd. It is awesome. I'm coming down the Priest and in Virginia, headed to Waynesboro in a couple days. And I uh, just want to say that my memorial hike for my brother, Jake Gator Boy, who passed away in 1987, is uh completely awesome this thing is 
this trail is amazing and mystical. Um, anyway, I, uh, a lot of emotion there, but, uh, Jisco, I know you know who Jake was and, and, uh, just thank you guys for the buff and the, uh, beer cozy, which I sewed up the bottom of it and made a bear bag out of it, bear rock bag. And it's worth every single time, like, like a charm. And, uh, just say that I'm having the time of my life and just getting connected to, my brother, who I know is a trail angel out here. So, anyways, love you guys, and I'm never listening to the trail show. Talk to you later. Bye. That's awesome. That's uh, that's my buddy Pete Karam. I didn't know that he had a trail name, which apparently is Tyvek the Shaman. Mm, I like <laughs> it. That's a great trail that, name. I immediately pictured the guy with the horns at the January 6th riot. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Yeah, that's a different, no. That's a different I, I know, I know. But that's what, that's <laughs> no, what, no, no, no. I think that's he should name, change his name to Puffco Budster or whatever. Yes, somebody's got to be Puffco Budsy on the trail. Wait a minute. He this gave us a trail, trail tip. Name. He gave us a trail yeah. tip, which I also didn't know. So, folks, if you've got trail show koozies laying around your house that aren't getting good use, apparently you can sew them up and make a a rock bag for your yeah. hair hang if you yep. do that sort of thing. The koozie would cushion the rocks. Yeah. So, so this is the guy who. Uh, Which is important because I've hit myself with the rock. I've yeah, or your buddy. You might, yeah. you might hit yeah. your buddy. You so. should tell us a little bit about Jake. I went to college with Jake at Clemson way back in the, the late 90s. And Jake. the football team was bad. Oh, we were real bad back then. That was the Ken Hatfield days, which okay. no one knows who that is. But. Um, yeah, so Jake set off to hike a flip-flop hike of the AT in the summer of 97. And he did that because he couldn't start his hike till he graduated from Clemson, which didn't happen until uh, late May, early June. So he started at Harper's and he hiked to, um, he got all the way into the Whites in New Hampshire. And um, he was 22 and unfortunately he had a um pre-existing tumor in his brain that he did not know about it was about the size of a walnut and it hemorrhaged and he was up on mount lincoln and that summer and he passed away on the trail and here we are 25 years later and his older brother is finally getting a shot at hiking the at himself um, and he started his hike in Damascus in his plan and hike to Katahdin and then flip back to Damascus and, and hike south. So Tyvek the Shaman, we're rooting for you, man. Feel free to, to call in some more as you're headed on your way up north. And uh, who knows, I might I might have to tag along with you a little bit once you get back to Damascus. TBD. That's cool. I, I, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Glad he called in. So is that it for Hotline? I think that's it for Hotline. Well, I think with that, we've only got one segment left, and that would be Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. DiLo, take it away. Oh, is it my turn to do something on the show? What, yes. what are we doing? Where are we? Ask a Hiker <laughs> with DiLo. Is, are we still recording, man? Like, because I can't even see anymore. It's real like, smoky in your room. What's yeah, going on, It's dude? just like everything is just like moving and I don't know, man. It's just like wavy lines. Did is, you that a, is that a bento bong or an air water pipe I see on your... I think that's a bento box. No, no, oh. that's... 
That's my Puffco Budsy. Okay, I thought maybe it was a higher standards, heavy duty. Puffco Budsy was one of our donors. <laughs> I don't know if I can read right now, guys. Oh, but it looks like the questions are short. So I'll maybe do that, my best. That man. should help. Like, I hope so. Wow. Like, oh my God. I've never been. <laughs> oh my God. All right. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> Let me see if I can get it together. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, man. He's, I he's off right. the rails, people. I got it. No, I got it. I'm, I'm here. Okay. Back. I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus. Here, let me just close one eye. Should I, should I whack the tubes? No, I'll just, I got it. I'll just close, I'll just close one eye. If For I just love close of one Pusco, eye. Pusco. <laughs> just say Pusco. That's a different thing. Okay, question number one. Ask a hiker. Is that, that's where I'm, that's Yeah, I'm, yep. Okay. Ask a hiker. Do you know any hikers we could ask, Lilo? <laughs> question number one. Dear Snail Show. I'm sorry, it's just Trail Show. I am. It's actually called Ask a Landscaper. Dilo, is that a okay. higher standards heavy duty mini beaker I see on your desk? Well, it's a couple. I got a couple of them here, actually. Okay. okay. Here's a brief one for your 420 Ganja Spectacular. Is CBD the new ibuprofen? Discuss. Cheers from Rusty. I'd love to field this question. Please do, because I know nothing about CBC. CBC. I mean, the CBC, that's the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Exactly. Yeah. No, we're talking about CBD. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV, but I have taken CBD every day for the last four and a half years. And I have a problem. (laughs) I, um, (laughs) I, I did have a problem. My problem is that I wasn't sleeping well consistently poorly and cbd has absolutely changed that for me um i can fall asleep in less than 10 minutes now and i can sleep through the night it's it's incredible it's incredible but the question is about is cbd the new ibuprofen so essentially is cbd a painkiller does it will it work the way ibuprofen does and for me i typically take somewhere i mean over these four years i've taken somewhere between 20 and 80 milligrams of CBD a day. So I can only speak to it in those dose ranges, but um, the answer is an unequivocal and definitive no. (laughs) CBD for me in those milligram ranges has not done much of anything as far as being a pain reliever. And if you look at the price per, I mean, what do you think like two or three 200 milligram tabs of ibuprofen cost? pennies on the the street or at the grocery (laughs) (laughs) at costco what do you think the costco price yeah it costs a lot more like in the middle of the sierras if someone's really phantom ranch man phantom Phantom ranch phantom ranch ibuprofen or what man what are we talking we're talking we're, we're probably talking like pennies per pill right cbd is not cheap you know you'll be you'll be spending somewhere between 50 and say 125 bucks for a one month supply of cbd so if you're a budget conscious hiker cbd is not the way to go but you know if you're not if you're looking 
to do other things with CBD. If you and stay in relief. hotel rooms, that kind yeah, of yeah. If you have the, if you're one of those items, alone, you Just can probably that. afford some high end CBD for days at a time. I don't recommend it as a substitute for something like ibuprofen. Hmm. Very good. Did you have another question, Dilo? I saw there was a, 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 a very like late, late arriving second question. This is more of a, I think this is kind of more of an aggro question that they want us to talk about here. But dear trail show, why do hikers that cowboy camp really love to tell everyone they cowboy camp? Yours, Curious George. Hmm. That's an hmm. interesting insight from Curious George because I too have experience, especially on the Pacific Crest Trail. If I'm ever in the company of someone that cowboy camps, they love to tell everyone with an earshot of their voice that they love that they cowboy camp every night. Oh, I cowboy camp. You should cowboy camp. Cowboy camp is the greatest thing that's happened since sliced bread. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Have you all experienced the cowboy camp braggadocery? Oh, I do that trail? to people. I do that to people all the time. Oh, you're one of those cowboy campers. <laughs> oh, when was the last yeah. time you cowboy camped? Just out of curiosity. Uh, probably like last summer. Hmm. Did you I mean, not, I'm not, still, not, but I'm no, still bragging no, 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 about it. No, no, no. Pass, passing, out, <laughs> passing out drunk in the backyard does not count as cowboy. <laughs> camp. No, last summer I cowboy camped twice, and I'm still. Is that when the kingdom that. broke? That no, like no, no. My family <laughs> roof ripped off. Gonna, and you called it cowboy camping. My family's not going to cowboy camp. Are you kidding me? They all need to sleep in a tent. I I cowboy camp when I hike by myself, and I tell everybody about it for months afterwards. I have a hard time sleeping when I cowboy camp. Because I, I wake like up it, and then I get distracted by the stars. And yeah, like, I, I, I that's know. that's why I have the whiskey. <laughs> I, see. I thought that was just for in hot days. Or the puffco budsy. Puffco budsy, the whiskey. It's like two a.m. I can't sleep. You know, let me let me ask you all a follow up question about the cowboy camp braggadocery. Go ahead, you, curious George. Do you think that um, I'm not curious, George? By the way. Uh, uh, he's some other hiker, I swear. Uh, do you think that the same people that brag to other hikers about the mountain range that they're getting ready to climb, that they've already climbed was so hard, do you think those are the same people that also do the cowboy camp braggadocery? I don't know. I don't really yeah, know. Dude, what are you yes. talking about, man? Why are you asking? I do. I don't even know what you're talking about. My theory is that this is all part of toxic kind of masculine show like uh, show off kind of behavior that is is created by this patriarchal world which is designed to suppress some groups of people and raise others and i think this is all a symptom of that and which people want to feel better about themselves <laughs> by showing how tough they are which is very toxic and not a good thing I agree with that. By the way, I 100%. cowboy camp. It's awesome. You should all do it. I'm a badass for it. So what the go. hell did you just say, man? You just where, did where, the braggadocery, man. Are you talking about the Puffco Budsy that you brought up to you when you slept on top of that mountain when you weren't in a tent and it was like the best night of your hiking career? If you're cowboy camping, you're not. I mean, if you're partaking in the Puffco Budsy, then you're not like infiltrating your tent, which is either A, good or B, bad. I don't know besides how much smoke you want in your tent or see like the best night of camping you've ever had because <laughs> cowboy camping is so awesome 
did we answer curious george's question i don't know i don't know either but i think we took a we made a pretty good analysis of it if you will yeah i will okay mm -hmm. perfecto well this would then be the part of the show where the show ends we want to thank everyone for tuning in today big thanks goes to rand for shoes snyder and genevieve h for talking to us about the tonto trail aka the double t h many thanks to all our hotline callers you too can be an audio superstar by calling the hotline at 720-893-2269 a big thanks goes to moon kit and skittles for giving us those updates from both france and kentucky first time i've ever said france and kentucky in the same sentence last but definitely not least thanks goes to all our monthly donors you all are the fuel that keeps this jet engine propelling along at mach 8 you what too can join our esteemed list of trail show vips by heading over to paypal.me slash the trail show and by clicking the <laughs> paypal button at thetrailshow.com pod mute him um very good. Sometimes we are on Summer social land. media. Mute him. <laughs> Sometimes we are on social media at Twitter, The Trail Show. No, sorry, at Twitter, Trail Show. On Instagram and Facebook at The Trail Show. Uh, we're on Spotify, the Google Podcasts app, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. You download your favorite podcast. Another trail <laughs> show has come and gone, but don't fret, D'Lo. We'll be back in May for our 10-year anniversary oh my goodness maxapalooza <laughs> apocalypsia 10 years craig yeah no 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 mute mute <laughs> trail show nation it's guaranteed to be full of beers trails and nonsense until and then <laughs> i'd like to leave you with some words from robert frost as told by ammon the brute bruce the woods are lovely dark and deep but i have promises to keep and miles to go before i sleep and miles to go before i sleep robert frost stopping by the woods on a snowy evening thank you bruce that was that was, that was absolutely Gosh, beautiful that was, that was touching wow I for pod delo Triple O listeners, gosh, Rand Forshu Snyder, wow. who's still here, by the way, and Genevieve H. <laughs> I'm Disco. There he is. Hey. <laughs> Rand, you got to say something. I you am. Came back. Rand, you're still there, man. I am. I held in, and I, I thought you were going to say uh, Eamon Bundy for a second, and I got a little scared there, but uh, no, I, no, 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 different guy. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, I remember that. That was delicious. What is that? That's uh, the burger at the Phantom Ranch. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no, don't set expectations that high. That was up at the South Rim at one of the uh, lodges there. Oh, okay. Come no on, mind. P.O.D. Get yeah. you. Was, was, um, this, was this show we... sponsored by the Phantom Ranch? I, I think no. we need to <laughs> no. brainstorm other sentences that could contain France and Kentucky. I haven't been to the zoo in many years. and I, Actually, I'm going on Thursday. My mom decided to take us across the Grand Canyon or me when I was like 10. And I don't think she told my dad. Flip-flop FKT for the MRT. I cowboy camp. You should cowboy camp. Cowboy camp is the greatest thing that's happened since sliced bread. 
We all want to achieve something in life. So on behalf of myself, my children, my grandchildren, all of the hikers in America and the world, thank you. I left Kombucha. before the sound healing. Yep. Are you being serious? <laughs> Wendy oh. and the boys are Wendy and the kids are hanging out for the sound healing. Oh, everybody no, who was showing you. up, everybody was showing up seemed like they knew what they were getting into because they were rolling in there with like pillows and yoga mats and blankets and stuff. That sounds like but a yeah. real fun Saturday Why night party. Yeah, well, after the sound healing was the dance party. But seven o'clock, six o'clock I mean, potluck. Wait, wait, time out. Sound healing, eight o'clock dance. I mean, for me, a dance yeah. party is a sound healing no no sound no healing. the sound healing should be after all the loud music no the sound dance. healing shouldn't happen <laughs> you should just skip it and right, do another hour of dance i didn't get to see what exactly the sound healing was which is probably better it's um, bowls they, yeah. they like yeah there was yeah they give the yeah. bowls a little rim job mm -hmm. with the wouldn't mm -hmm. stick some of that yeah there was probably some of that and but God, like I there was tired tonight people just rolling in with blankets pillows man they were like ready they were ready for the sound healing maybe was they there... were gonna do some orgasmic meditation could have been yeah was they're, there they're patchouli oil no not that no. i saw okay. i didn't smell any okay was there body odor nope everybody was all clean they were dressed <laughs> boulder up. yeah come yeah, on just spitballing here <laughs>